Hey everybody, this is Rachel Brumberger, and you're listening to Unscripted for all things healing and well-being. I'm so glad that you're here for your weekly dose of real talk, deep love, and medicine. Wellness and healing are never a one-size-fits-all thing. What everybody needs is different. My guests and I are always preparing information for you based on our experiences, whether that's personal or clinical or teaching, whatever it is, whatever walk we come from, so that you can gain a gem every time you listen and apply it straight away to transform your life and your health. Hey everybody, welcome back to Unscripted. Today we're going to do something just a bit different. I've asked friends to submit some information to me because we are amidst quite a time again in this wild pandemic that we're living in. And I thought it would be helpful to hear from a bunch of different perspectives what people are doing to navigate these uncertain times and what they've come back to over and over again. So I reached out to friends and I asked them to record a little bit for me so you could hear a bunch of different perspectives on how do we continue to navigate the uncertainty. I hope you enjoy this one. Hey, this is Patty Deutsch. I'm the host of your daily chocolate podcast, which is a podcast that focuses on bite-sized stories that make you feel good. I'm located in the Bay Area of California. And the one thing that I go back to during these uncertain times um, is just basic gratitude. Um, thankfulness for having a roof over my head, for being healthy, for having family that I love and that loves me. And And that's really all I need. When I lose my job, when things go wrong, I've got those things that I can be thankful for, the very basics. I'm Tiffany Richardson. I'm a professional musician, Director of Community Engagement with the National Philharmonic and a co-founder of Sound Impact. And one thing that's helped me get through the pandemic is going outside, Um, getting off the computer and either going on walks for a minimum of 20 to 30 minutes or even um, hiking whenever possible, walking out in the woods. Hi, I'm Melissa Brunetti and I am the host of the Mind Your Own Karma podcast. And I would say the one essential thing that is getting me through these uncertain times is to embrace the uncertainty. And what I mean by that is just expect it. Because if you don't and you have some expectations of how things are going to go, I think you're going to be disappointed. So just embrace the change. And change can be a positive thing because in that change, you learn new things about yourself. You evolve and you grow and you learn something new. The feeling of being uncomfortable in the uncertainty is an opportunity to grow, an opportunity to be more aware and grateful for what you have, because you don't know what you've got until it's gone, right? And we've lost quite a bit. So just notice and be grateful for the things that you still have and the new things that are coming from the uncertainty into your life. So that is my two cents about how to navigate the uncertainty of this time Take what you need, leave what you don't, and remember to mind your own karma. My name is Vishal. I work at a venture capital fund. And one thing that's helped me navigate these uncertain times is having a routine around physical activity and fitness. And I'm really grateful for my accountability group, 
with whom I share text messages on a daily basis, uh, sharing exactly what we've done for working out and being active every day. Hello, my name is Crystal Kelsey, and I am a health and life coach, and I help other people to get unstuck and to really break down what is holding them back and keeping them stuck. The one thing that has really helped me um, through holiday seasons and also seasons of change and seasons of being isolated and seasons of things that we have no control over, um, the big thing that has helped me out a lot is coming back to running. I am a runner. I love to run. There is so much within running that I find peace within. It is my time to contemplate, my time for meditation, my time to get out in nature, my time to take a breath of fresh air and spend some time with myself so I can reflect, reflect on what's going on in my life and ask myself important questions and how I'm going to show up for that day. Running also creates this mental strength because if you're able to get out there and you're able to get running, your your blood is pumping, you're getting all this healthy endorphins going through your body. And if you can run, like what else can you do in your life? You know, it's been a really huge, um, solid foundation for me to run because it's always there, it's consistent, and I know how well it's going to make me feel. And it makes me feel like I can conquer the world because if I can run, then I can do just about anything. I hope this helps. I hope this finds you. My name is Crystal R. Kelty, and you can find me over on Instagram. And I do have a podcast. It's called the Empowering Mentor Podcast. Uh, Feel free to check me out. Would love to hear from you. Hello, Unscripted listeners. This is John Chow. And my essential thing that I keep going to to help me manage the uncertain times is really that it is a tool to manage the uncertain times. So a really big part of uncertain times is that we ascribe a certain emotional expectations to the uncertainty of it. And we're so uncomfortable with uncertainty sometimes that when once there is any inkling or, or, or a sight of something happening, like the end of one, let's say the cases are going down, then we will all of a sudden have a ton of hope and have expectations that the end is near. And then when that doesn't happen, we will also then face some kind of disappointment because our emotional attachment to the end is near was incorrectly placed and we are not able to really feel like we are able to keep going because of the fatigue that comes from the emotional roller coaster that is trying to predict when the ending is. When we try to predict when endings are, that's actually very, very harmful to us because we don't know. There's no way to know. So the way that we can manage the unknown is to not have this prediction, is to let things be. One of my favorite childhood comic books, <laughs> there was a one scene where there, uh, there was a test and everybody was asked to run for an uncertain period of time. And so people would be running and one person was not able to conserve his energy because he didn't know how long he was supposed to run for. And he was really, really caught up with the fact that if he knew how long he was going to run for, he would know how to use his energy properly. And he spent the entire time just thinking about that. And that made him physically tired. 
So it had nothing to do with his actual endurance. It had everything to do with his mental rigor. And so when we have this ability to protect ourselves from the unknown by just not thinking about it, what if we let our mindset be that this is going to last forever? And then when it ends sometime in the near future, then we'll be like, oh, great, excellent. I can now go and enjoy some of the things I used to before. Instead of speculating and looking at every single little thing that is happening that either will mean a longer um, duration of the pandemic or lockdown or uh, something being over now. There is so much speculation that can cause us a lot of emotional trauma. So I hope that you can also pick up this tool and be somebody who can not have to think so much about the unknown. Once again, my name is John Chow, and my podcast is called Perspective Maintenance. And the whole point of the podcast is to present people with a different perspective on different things that get us stuck. So, for example, how we let the unknown get us stuck was my third episode. And when we are able to see a different perspective, then we're also able to be freed from being stuck. Um, you can find this podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And you can also find me on Instagram at The John Collective. Hey, this is Jessica from The Scramble, which is an online meal planning service and food blog that helps people to change their relationship with food and realize that cooking can be easy and eating can be joyful. And the thing that's really helped me most to navigate these crazy and uncertain times that we're living through are my friends. I have really worked hard to make sure that I stay in contact with the friends who really help to lift me up and make me feel grounded and happy. And I have also worked to be honest with them about whatever I'm feeling, whether it's anxious about the pandemic or frustrated with family or frustrated with work um, or really excited about some new development. Um, But just to be direct and honest with them and then also to be present for them and to hear what they need to talk about. And that's really helped me to stay sane and grounded and happy um, as much as possible in these past two years. Hey, what's going on, uh, Rachel? I would have to say that one thing that has really gotten me through the pandemic has been my Pinterest account, my beloved Pinterest account. I, the creativity is boundless on there. It's a place for creatives. You can save images, you know, about the future. It's allowed me to take myself out of the present moment when necessary and enter into a creative space where um, I can create dreams that hopefully will be able to come true. so glad that I can include so many friends on this episode. Here's who you were listening to. Patty Deutsch, host of the Your Daily Chocolate podcast. She's found at yourdailychocolate.com. Tiffany Richardson, professional musician, and you can find her at soundimpact.org and at Tiffelena on Instagram. Melissa Brunetti, 
host of the Mind Your Own Karma podcast at Mind Your Own Karma on Instagram, and you'll know her by the underscores between the words. Vishal, my good friend, Crystal Kelsey, life and health coach. And I think you may remember her voice from episode four of Unscripted. She's host of the Empowering Mentor podcast, and you can find her at Crystal R. Kelsey on Instagram. John Chow, host of the Perspective Maintenance podcast, and he's at the John Collective on Instagram. Jessica Brader of The Scramble, find her at The Scramble and on Instagram at The Scramble. And then Dexter Kendrick, who you probably remember from episode three, he's host of the podcast hotline by 911 love tarot. And you can find him on Instagram at love 911 tarot as well. As you can hear, my voice is also a little scratchy right now. And that's because amongst all the COVID, I got some kind of head cold, which doesn't seem to be COVID, but has done a number on my voice. So you get the, um, chesty version of my voice today. I want to talk a little bit more about what everybody had to offer and I'll give you, um, so how this went down is I, I was watching, I've been watching the numbers obviously. And, and mostly what I do is observe how we humans are doing amidst what's at play in the greater the greater universe around the news and social media and how our neighbors are doing and friends and who we're hearing from nationwide and worldwide on health. And I've been watching the stress. Um, it's different for everyone, but I'll give you my take. So what I had done was I reached out to my friends and I said, you know, I'd really like to hear what it is that like, what's one thing you come back to pretty consistently throughout this pandemic to help you deal with it, to navigate the continued uncertainty? And I said that that could be physical, that could be emotional and mental, that could be spiritual practice. It, it didn't matter to me. I just wanted to learn what was it that my friends had been doing. I wanted to capture that for you, for my unscripted listeners and see if we could give everybody some more tools in their tool belt to kind of, you know, be with this time. Granted that everyone's in a different place and I'll talk about that in a minute. So one thing I've done periodically is over the course of time, I have, um, I connect with my newsletter readers and as I write those newsletters, I usually give a sense of where we are in time in this continued pandemic and, and not just the pandemic, but, you know, since we've gone into this sort of COVID world, we just, we've also had a lot of other things happening in the world that are really important politically, civilly, um, for the rights of all people. And so I was tracking time. Now I started tracking time on March 13th of 2020 and as of today, when I'm recording this for you, um, it's been 653 days. It's been one year and nine months and 13 days, or you could count it as 21 months and 13 days. And that's not to be morbid. I just want, you know, I, I, I put the clock on because I think it can give us perspective on where we are, where we've been, where we're going and also help us, um, 
gather perspective when we're thinking about how long this maybe feels. And that is an exceptionally long period of time. But then when you compare it to what uh, people throughout history time and around the world have been dealing with when there's a difficult circumstance, we can kind of get a sense of where we are in comparison to that as well. So what I want to offer to you is what I come back to all the time, which is surrender. And in order to do that, I'm going to go ahead and read you a newsletter that I wrote back on April 13th of 2020 was when I sent this out. And that was a month in. Here it goes. Hi there. How are you doing? These are strange times laced with a variety of emotions and experiences. How are you doing with everything? Are you scared, peaceful, worried? Are you exhausted? Are you safe and well? Are the people you love safe and well? What is happening right now is huge. To attempt to express it in words is an undertaking I'm not ready to take on. I can barely comprehend the enormity of what our society is experiencing right now. I can, however, offer something about surrendering. Hopefully, I can help you dig deeper into yourself and pull forth the capacity to surrender completely and entirely into this uncertainty. There are times when something is happening that is so much larger than each of us individually that completely letting go into it is required. This is necessary before actions are taken, again, before decisions are made, and even before you commit yourself to beliefs about what COVID-19 means in the grandscape of your life, you must let go. Letting go doesn't come easily for all of us. If you know someone who is stellar at it, now would be an excellent time to observe them or ask them how they do it, how they possess and access that virtue. Let's learn from our friends. For me, I went down kicking and screaming before I was able to practice this kind of surrender in my life. I'm happy to talk to you more about that sometime. Just ask me. Without going deep into the details, how it works for me is to call myself back to these things. Humility. I'm but one small part of life on this planet, albeit mighty, as in my opinion, we are all important shining lights. Still, <clears throat> I shine amongst many more on the earth. And right now, this isn't about me. It's about community. I'm a member of something greater. The great question that will bring me back to the humble ground each time is, who am I being right now in service of the greater good? This can bring me out of a rut when I give myself ample time. Compassion. Can I be gentle on myself? Can I be gentle on others? Reminding myself regularly that most people are genuinely doing their best. Pro tip. Don't spend your time with others who you cannot be compassionate towards. There are plenty of Zoom sessions to enjoy with people you can offer your compassion to. No need to contort yourself to handle conflict right now. If you're at odds, take a beat and come back to things when you link up with compassion once again. Likewise, if you're on the receiving end of a lack of compassion, take a break. Maybe that person doesn't have the capacity right now and you don't have to suffer it. Worth. What is it worth to me? I have a keen awareness of life and death. I always have. It's no accident that I ended up in the healing medicine arts. I call myself back to the worth of life over and over again. The value of the people I love, the experiences that make life worth living. And when things are tough and strange, I call myself back to this. Is my behavior worth how I am about to impact the life and death of myself and of others? 
impermanence. Nothing is permanent. The very nature of life is change. So while we sit in the uncertainty right now about how long we will be home or out of work or how our beloveds will be, it will not always be just like this. At some point, there will be another shift. The energy will move. I hope you can continue to surrender over and over again. I constantly surrender lately. These practices we discuss together, they're life practices. We're never quite done with them. We gain skill and even mastery, and yet we must practice them over and over again, like learning a musical instrument. What is happening during this outbreak? <clears throat> we are in it right now. We don't know exactly what comes next or when or how things will look after this. We are right here, right now. Surrender, loves. And if I can help you with that, please let me know. So like I said, that was in April of 2020. And I think we have seen that indeed um, the energy has changed many times. We've been able to come out and come back in. We've had new medicine. We have new leadership, different leadership. We've had new arguments and old ones. We've gone back to work. We've changed work. We've changed where we live. We've gotten dogs. <laughs> we've said goodbye to loved ones. We've said hello to new loved ones. People have gotten married. People have had babies. We've had a lot of life in the past two years and um, <clears throat> we have more to go. And it's okay to be wherever you are right now. You might be tired of this. You might be laughing um, because you're just so shocked at how ridiculous all of this feels. You might be someone who, um, isn't me probably not listening here, but if you are listening and you're not aligned with me politically or medicinally, um, then you might find this whole thing ridiculous too. And a lot of us are tired and I think people are scared. I think people are uncertain. Um, at this point, I've had a lot of people say, you know, are we just all going to get COVID and we just have to deal with that? You know, I don't know. So I think, um, some people have decided to just live their lives and other people are feeling like they have to pull back and, you know, there's no one right way to be honestly. And my surrender advice has really everything to do with you and nothing to do with anyone else as in, what other people think is none of your business, just like what other people think is none of my business. My business is what I think about myself and how I be and how I move through the world. And that's your business too. It's um, how do you be and how do you move through the world? And so maybe instead of us continuing to kind of point fingers at what's gone well and what hasn't and who did it and why, and if they were right or wrong, the best thing we can do is surrender to what's so. Now, we got a lot of good advice um, from everyone today, which I'll wrap up in a few minutes, but I do ultimately think that in order to make sure that you have joy every day and make sure you're taking good care of yourself and make sure that you spend great times with the people you love, however you need to navigate that, <clears throat> and however you handle kind of just being faced with uncertainty over and over again. Um, the, the surrender in that 
um, this sort of letting go of expectations, which you heard some friends talk about in the changing our mindset, which you heard thing, you know, people talk about and getting some routines that work for you. These are the things I think get us through navigating what continues to change all the time. I mean, even two weeks ago, we were having a different conversation about what we thought, what I thought this week was going to look like. Um, you know, I thought, I was just getting to the point where I thought, oh, you know what, maybe maybe we can have a few inside dinners at a restaurant if it's not too busy because my little one is fully vaccinated. I thought maybe. And then, you know, just like that, the news changed. So shit happens, folks. We are in it and it's going to keep changing. And I want you to have peace. I want you to be able to have peace given that things are going to keep shifting. And I think the advice that was given here today is really helpful. You know, do physical activities, um, do escape into creativity, do let go of expectations, do surrender. And I will, um, before I wrap us up, I want to read you this great folk story that I've always loved. You might hear me moving my book around now. I think it's really helpful um, to help us not be so committed to the stories we make up in our heads to remember that everything is part of a greater mm, a greater journey, a greater adventure. We're all part of something bigger than us, and sometimes we don't have all the answers. So we have this book called Zen Shorts. This is by John J. Muth. And the folklore I'm about to read to you is not by him. It's a folktale from Asia. Many of you might know it. He just happened to include it in this book. It's called The Farmer's Luck. There was once an old farmer who had worked his crops for many years. One day, his horse ran away. Upon hearing the news, his neighbors came to visit. Such bad luck, they said sympathetically. Maybe, the farmer replied. The next morning, the horse returned, bringing with it two other wild horses. Such good luck, the neighbors exclaimed. Maybe, replied the farmer. The following day, his son tried to ride one of the untamed horses, was thrown off, and broke his leg. Again, the neighbors came to offer their sympathy on his misfortune. Such bad luck, they said. Maybe, answered the farmer. The day after that, military officials came to the village to draft young men into the army to fight in a war. Seeing that the son's leg was broken, they passed him by. Such good luck, cried the neighbors. Maybe, said the farmer. I really love that one. I had heard that one early in acupuncture school and it's always stuck with me. And I think that people have heard it before it's stuck with them too. It's like, we really don't know, you know, and what's been going on. We know that there's a lot of incredible, incredible amount of misfortune right now. And I will never pretend that isn't there or belittle the grief that people are in. Um, from the loss of loved ones, from economic situation, from so many changes. But, or and, 
we still don't know how this plays out. We don't know what comes of this or after this or from this. And there have been silver linings. Um, we can hold those two things together. We can hold our grief with our possibility and we can hold our sadness with our joy, our anger with greatness. We can do that. We can be both and. And so I offer that story to you because it is to me a both and uh, example of how we just don't always know um, what's at play in the greater <clears throat> the greater scheme of everything and, and how it's going to go. And I, um, I wish you peace. I wish you health. I hope that you um, have everything you need to navigate this uncertainty. And I hope you know that I'm here to help with that. And I do, um, I talk about that in my newsletters. So you're welcome to join me there. There's a great, there's actually two great opt-ins if you want on my, um, on my link tree, which I'll include, you can opt in for a freebie self-care bundle. And you can also opt in for how to choose your healthcare providers. And then you will get my newsletter if you want that support. And in my unscripted insiders club, we're also supporting each other right now with kind of what's going on weird. And we were not always, it's not always focused on that, as you know, that neither is this podcast, neither is unscripted, but it does at this moment in time, seem like an appropriate moment to acknowledge what's going on in the world and acknowledge what's going on in households. Um, and I didn't want to ignore that. So if you do need support, um, come back to this recording, come back to the advice that everyone offers, reach out to friends, reach out to loved ones, pick people who listen well to you, pick people, pick your people who will not be judgmental choose your information sources and your people wisely do not in my opinion is not a good idea to stick around with conversations that have you feel helpless hopeless terrified um likewise i would say it is not appropriate to completely dismiss this I think we all need to walk toward something in the middle. It doesn't have to be awful <laughs> to be in the middle. It doesn't have to be like some terrible shade of gray. It doesn't need to be like super heavy and significant that we're in the middle. I would just say generally don't hang out in the extremes. That's usually advice I give to all people and myself. And look for the middle is in not having things be too bleak and also not overshooting joy such that you're not careful. I think there's a middle. And I think that in the middle is the surrender where we, we do let go of our expectations and we don't hold on to our plans too tightly. I posted so much about this in the last year. It's all over my Instagram feed as well, but please do reach out to me. You can direct message me at really Rachel B. If you, you know, if you are feeling low and you just need a little high five over the airways, um, and you can also message me if you have questions and then we can answer them on unscripted. Actually, we could do that as a community. It's something I've been thinking about doing anyway, kind of dear Abby style. So please do send those in to me, whether that's a DM or whether you want to email hello at rachelbrumberger.com. 
All right. So um, here are the big takeaways from today. Number one, practice gratitude. Being thankful for what we do have makes a big difference. Number two, get out into nature or anywhere outdoors as much as possible. Tiffany recommends 20 minutes a day. Number three, embrace the uncertainty, adjust your expectations and embrace the change and growth that comes with it. Number four, create a routine, especially for physical activity. It helps to have an accountability partner or group. Number five, if you can run, think of what else you can do in your life. What does running or something that's really hard that you do every day do for you? Number six, do not try to predict endings. Nothing helpful comes from this. John says, let the things we have no control over just be. Number seven, stay connected with the friends who lift you up and who you can be the most honest with. Number eight, get creative. What helps you spark creativity and get out of the present moment to think positively about the future, just even for a few moments. And number nine, surrender. We were never in control of that much besides ourselves anyway. I hope you've enjoyed this conversation and everything that our friends had to offer. I, um, I look forward to being with you again next week. If you're finding this podcast helpful, inspiring, useful, I hope you will follow or subscribe anywhere that you like to listen. And I also request that you um, rate and review this podcast. If you can rate and review unscripted, that helps me get out there to people. It helps us get this medicine in everyone's back pocket. And right now, a lot of us can use a little bit of healing and well-being. So if you can rate and review, that means the world to me. I would appreciate it so much. And I do wish you peace and joy and well-being. I'll talk to you soon. And just one more thing before you go, I've went ahead and made a copy of the How to Surrender letter that I just read to you. If you'd like it, just visit the link on the show notes, click that, and it'll end up in your inbox very quickly. So I wanted to make sure you knew you could access that easily. You take care. Thanks for tuning in to Unscripted. This is your weekly dose of real talk, deep love, and medicine. I can't wait to talk to you again next week. You take care.